Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. What's good, bitch? We out here in Milan drinking sparkling water and eating some spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode of The Commercial Break. Let's assume that I was attracted to men. I just don't think I could look at Frankie B after no. after the way I've seen so much of his content that I don't think I could look at him intimately. No. <laughs> look at my body. <laughs> look at my body. Can you see him, like, his barbed wire face, like, rubbing up against no, your face no, and whispering in it. your ear? Don't say it. Look at my body. <laughs> The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Ah, yeah, cats and kittens, welcome back to The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and beautiful co-host, Kristen Joy. Holy best to you, Kristen. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. I just read a story, and quite frankly, I think this is an idea whose time has come. Let me explain. Okay. The New York Post reports that New York has installed the first of what will be some, I don't, know if I, I don't know if you would call it many, but some vending machines that will, I guess, distribute clean crack pipes, clean needles, lip balm so you don't burn yourself on the crack pipe, and, you know, some general advice on uh, how to stay away from overdoses. Then you can also get Narcan through the vending machine, too. Wow. Now okay. give it about 3.6 seconds before this vending machine is broken into, broken and, into. and dragged across the street. <laughs> but I do think this is an idea whose time has come. Mm -hmm. You ain't going to stop people from smoking crack who want to smoke crack. Let me tell you, no one has stopped me from smoking crack. <laughs> and I am a successful entrepreneur. I'm a successful business person. I do business. business. Yeah. No one's going to stop people from smoking crack. No one's going to stop people from smoking crystal meth. It seems like the more we try, the more the deeper we dig the hole. And then now we have a mass incarceration that goes on with with certain minority groups. You know the whole story. I don't want to get political yes. about it. But the truth is, decriminalize it all is what I say. Decriminalize it. Take the power from the horrible bad people, you know, bringing drugs into the country and then the horrible bad people that are selling the drugs here in the country including myself and <laughs> you're just ordering them from across the country for delivery i just order them for I don't know, across the country <laughs> across the across the county is more like it i say d where are you at why are we why do we keep on dragging this on this silly, silly war on drugs. Why did we keep dragging it on? Who's winning? I agree. No one. Yeah. And now it's just a big narco machine. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, tell me that the CIA or the FBI, I don't want to get down the conspiracy rabbit hole, but tell me that the DEA, the CIA, the FBI, all the letters, tell me that <laughs> all the letters don't benefit in some way from this huge juggernaut, you know, multi hundred billion dollar machine called the war on drugs, both from the supply side, the demand side, and then the prevention side. It's just a cash cow for everybody involved. So let's call it like we see it. If you really want to make it a cash cow, put it behind a pharmacy counter 
and let people buy it and tax the holy shit out of it like you've done with cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, almost at all, ever. And <laughs> <laughs> That one time a that year. One time a year. Mm-hmm. One time. And I hate it. I just hate yeah, it. Yeah, immediately. You're immediately like, why did I, I do regretted this? it. Immediately I took one drag and regretted it. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done with it. But why not just call it like we see it and take that money and put it toward at least managing it in some way, shape, or form that makes sense. Now, I say this on the backs of Amsterdam, (laughs) criminalizing (laughs) drug use out in the streets. So they've been decriminalized for a long time. To the point where, I don't know, because I've never been there, but my understanding from people who have been there is it's just like a, it's a flea market for drugs there, basically. Like every corner is a dispensary for something else. For something else. Right? That's right. You walk over here, you get your cocaine. You walk over there, you get your uh, pure Dutch molly or whatever Shrooms. it is. Heroin. Mm-hmm. Let's keep on naming drugs. <laughs> crack. I mean, I don't even know if they do. I don't even know if crack yeah. is a thing over there. But and certainly the weed and the cannabis and the mushrooms oh, yeah. and all that stuff, that you can get that go into any coffee shop there apparently and you know there's some guy behind the counter ready to school you on the weird and wild ways of weed but <laughs> the bud tenders the bud tenders mm-hmm. you got to imagine those those guys and girls over in Amsterdam are some of the best bud tenders that have ever lived oh yeah it's been like what 30 years at the 40 years that they've been doing that since i was a kid but why do we keep banging our heads against a wall people are still dying lots of people still caught up in addiction then you add on top of it criminal criminal the criminal justice system, and basically you fuck people for life for something that addiction is clearly not in the control of most addicts, right? And then those of us who just want to have a little fun every once in a while, let me go have fun on my own terms, and I'll pay the holy shit, I'll pay the right price for it, Mm -hmm. right? I am willing to pay $10,000 to the first person who delivers crack to the (laughs) TCB studios. It's got to be that good good. Don't get me on that shit shit. I want that good good. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) I got to need a blind ass. <laughs> Man, you want the real deal? You come over here. Don't go over there. You ain't going to get no real blind ass over there. What are you doing? Get back over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't want to be agree. dealing with some hippie, you know, uh, some 19-year-old hippie kid sitting Indian style in his sparsely uh, furnitured apartment, you know, selling me mushrooms that he grew in his toilet. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'd rather go to the pharmacy. See, I'd rather go to CVS and deal with my pharmacist mm-hmm. and say, I really, I'm really sick of my life right now and I want to get as twisted as fuck. And let the pharmacist kind of judge whether or not I should be taking all those things at one time. Put a little label on it. I'll, I'll pay attention to the label. <laughs> right. Well, I think they've tried this before with the whole needle. Clean needles. Clean needle exchange. Situation. And yeah, and then we have all these groups then that say, well, it's promoting to do it. And it's not. It's not promoting People to do it. People are going to do it regardless. Now, I, I will grant them this. That is, New Jersey and some other states who have now decriminalized what some consider the harder drugs, LSD, shrooms, are having a little trouble containing it. But this goes back to my theory. If you go to Spain and you're seven years old, you're going to be offered wine with dinner mm-hmm. in some households. It is not frowned upon. But very rarely do I see anybody in Spain streaking across somebody else's lawn and taking a dump on their driveway while showing their tits and puking out their nose. Right. Well, it's the age-old thing of if you tell somebody not to do it, they're going to do, do it. it. And then if also if there's like just some pent-up... 
you know, you, you haven't been able to get it. You haven't been able to. Of course, you're just going to go all out. Ah! <laughs> I remember this from my high school days of, you know, going on this trip, senior trip, and girls that had trip. been repressed all of this time and made to go to church every weekend and not been able to drink and been lock and key. Yes. Went nuts. Yes. <laughs> I went to school, Catholic school, all my life, including high school. But I lived in an area where almost ev- like almost everybody in the country lived in an area where most kids went to public school. Mm-hmm. The public school, and I can only speak about girls because that's what I was attracted to, but the public school girls really weren't wilding out like the Catholic school girls exactly. were. The Catholic school girls were scratching to get out of the box yes. in so many different ways, <laughs> sexually drugs, alcohol, they would tell you they don't want to do it. They would say that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But then on Friday night at some party, they would be the first one in the bushes because that's how it is. When you tell somebody they can't do something, and let's be honest, the first time you get drunk or the first time you get really high or the first time you you know take a dibbity-dab or whatever it is, and you experience this alternate universe that's going on, maybe not so much with alcohol, but certainly with, with the chemical induction, what, how you you say you think to yourself? It feels so good. Why is it so bad? Mm-hmm. It feels so good. Why am I being punished for for this? If the next day is punishment. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, that's twenty years down the line when you're still working right. at the restaurant, <laughs> true. trying to keep your life together, sing on a song and a dance. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's when you're thinking about moving in with D. You're you're just. <laughs> Can I can I take the room downstairs? It just makes it much easier. Or the porch. Or the porch. I'll matter. sleep under the porch. Yep. I don't care. Give me an air mattress. I'll consider mm-hmm. it a five-star Ritz-Carlton. <laughs> the reality is, for most of us, is that we inherently and instinctively know, if you've ever had any casual experiences, like I have, casual experiences with narcotics, <laughs> then you'll understand that there is a there is a pleasure and there can be a purpose to... Drugs, quote unquote, drugs, the, co- mm-hmm. the, the coined term drugs. So why is something so horrible for you feeling so good for you in most cases, unless you wake up the next morning like Chrissy did on Sunday and <laughs> you just want to peel your eyeballs out of your head? Uh, yes. How was that hangover on Sunday? Uh, it was pretty major. It was it? Yeah, it was worth it. I don't know how you do it, it Chrissy. It was worth it. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it's been so long since I've done it, since I've really had a, like a good, good old fashioned shit show drunk going on, <laughs> that the hangover is just twice as bad for me because I'm not I'm not used to that state of being. Mm-hmm. But when you get hungover now, well, I'm not really either. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm saying like you certainly drink more than I do, mm-hmm. right? So. When you get hungover, when you have like a good night and you're, you know, you and the girls are out hanging out and having fun, when you get hungover, is it still that like terrible, depressive embarrassment? Like you just don't know what you did and you don't know what you said and you, you hate your life and you're like your head's <laughs> pounding and your eyeballs are bleeding. No, no. Oh, okay. Now you just take some uh, Advil and carry on. <laughs> I have just another some beer. Crack. <laughs> now you just smoke some crack. You run down to the vending machine, you get yourself some lip balm and a brand new crack yeah. pipe, and that'll wake you right the Big fuck up. Big jug of water, another beer, yeah, and some Advil. <laughs> I was talking to my brother about this the other day. I was like, uh, my one of my younger brothers, and I said, yeah, man, I said, so, you know, how you feeling? B12, 
because I, I think he had been out the night before. And he's like, ah, yeah, man, I feel a little rough around the edges. I'm like, I don't know how you deal with a hangover. And he's like, I got to be honest with you, bro. The older I get, the harder this is getting. I'm it a lightweight. Is. Like, I'm reversing in. I used, and this is how I have felt about my own personal experiences. I experienced a golden age <laughs> of drug and alcohol abuse. It's where, called your early 20s. Yeah, well, in me, in <laughs> in my case, it was called my early 20s, my mid-20s, okay. my late okay. 20s, my early 30s, my yes. mid-30s, my late 30s. <laughs> That's what it was called. But I experienced this like golden age. I'll call it from my mid-20s to my mid-30s. Sure. Where I was a fucking rock star of epic proportions. Mm-hmm. I could do anything. I could go anywhere. I could be anybody. At least... That's the way that I felt sitting in the chair that I was sitting in. Most people were probably like, I always wondered why people never called me back the next day. (laughs) (laughs) But they're hungover too, just to be clear. But I think I had this like dumb naivety that, you know, uh, I just, just the way I could operate for the rest of my life. It certainly was not. I could not (laughs) operate like that. And so when my body told me no, I made the choice to just say no. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Uh, I've had my fun. Yeah, um, listen to your body. I think most people probably either never get to that point where they actually have to, where their body says no because they didn't Re- abuse reject, the shit out of it. Reject. Yeah, reject, reject. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have to believe that left up to their own devices, left up to our own devices, that it would even itself out over time. People wouldn't wild the shit out like they are in New Jersey and Oregon and some of these places. It, it would just eventually become part of the standard operating procedure. Like, yeah, you, know. you know, I don't have to go and get everything all at once now. It'll yeah. be there. I'm just going to smoke a speedball of meth and crack put together, <laughs> and uh, I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't wait up. <laughs> I like my idea about having a family section on the plane. Did I tell you my idea about having a family section on the plane? Yes, We should have did. a family section on the plane that's locked off and cordoned from the other section of the plane. And that way, I never have to worry about my kids bothering anybody else on an airplane. Just like that, we should have whole areas that are just where just debauchery is allowed, and you just go there. We already have some. It's called Vegas. New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Panama City. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Think of some other ones. Uh, the entire state... <laughs> of california (laughs) i mean you should just have these like locales where you can go and you get anything you want and you do anything you want and then you go back to your regular life after a period of time Mm -hmm. and then you tax the shit out of that well it's there's also the the party in the forest you can always go to oh the party in the woods (laughs) hey brother (laughs) happy i don't even want to say i don't want to say the name yeah but yeah let me tell you a little story without getting into too many details because I know that that's frowned upon highly and who who I'm worried about offending I don't know but <laughs> there is this there are and I know that this is pretty like this is the thing that goes on in a lot of communities like this there is a party for people here in the southeast that's thrown on a regular basis a couple times a year and you have to have an invite to it and in order to get an invite to it, you have to have been invited by somebody who's been there a number of years. It's trusted inside of this community. Right. And so basically, it's all clandestine bullshit. Like, you don't even receive the location of where it's going to be yes. until two weeks ahead of time. And then you have high, highly detailed instructions on how to get there, what not to do, where to turn your lights off, don't make any noise going through this person's yard. I mean, it's like a whole fucking thing. And you're really off in the middle of 
like the Great Smoky Mountains. Mm -hmm. You're nowhere anybody could find you or give a shit that you're out there partying. But uh, thousands of people show up to this party, and it lasts for what should be three days, ends up being more like 13. Some people stay there all month. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah. And it is the most... I don't know. I, I, how would you describe well, it? I mean, it's like a community. I remember you talking about you were washing dishes in the trailer. <laughs> I was in the sweaty, sweaty trailer. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And everybody's got their little jobs to do. It's a whole city that pops looking up. Looking out for each other. Yeah. It's a burning, burning man. Burning man. Yeah, secret burning for man. For people who can't afford burning yes. man. Yes. <laughs> and all these people come together twice a year, and it is Sodom and Gomorrah. But it is a self-contained little city that pops up in the middle of the forest for what should be three or four days. But a lot of people go much longer than that. But for three or four days, the heart, the meat and the potatoes is they have, you know, the local bands, you know, the guys who play guitar at every campfire. They all of a sudden have a stage to play on. Music's going on 24 hours a day. The bar is open 24 hours a day. You don't pay for any alcohol. It's all donated. And so then everybody has a big party. It's a wonderful, lovely thing that happens. But, but, I will say this. It does get a little bit much sometimes. Here, here's, here's my interpretation of a typical interaction at one of these parties in the woods. Hey, brother, happy party to you, man. I'm so glad to see you came out from the real world to join us in the real world. You know what I'm saying, man? Listen, we got our goobies and our gobbies down at Camp One, and then if you go up there, there's some toilets. We got some showers, which are really goats pissing on your head, but don't worry about it. It's all good. We'll figure it out later. Listen, if you got to take a dump, we're just asking that you, you know, kind of go three meters that way. You see a big hole, you take a dump, you know, use some toilet paper, whatever you need to do. Remember, leave it like you found it, bro. Okay, buddy, no problem. And uh, by the way, do you have a, happen to have a connection on any crystal meth that I could have? <laughs> no, I thought this was like a no hard drugs kind of party. Shh, it is, but there's like a little few of us that are getting together to do some of the more hard stuff over there on the camp to the right. Meanwhile, the camp to the right ends up being the biggest camp by the end of the fucking thing. Everybody's all fucking whacked out on everything. (laughs) I went to drum circles everywhere. I don't know how many drum circles there are, 30 of them. I went to a drum circle one night. I was so drunk because I had been bartending all night long in a kilt with no underwear. (laughs) That should tell you everything you need to know. So at the end of the night, I go to the, the big you know, drum circle in the sky. We're all going to watch the moon or whatever. And yeah, there yeah, there's are, a full moon involved in this. Oh, there's always a full moon involved. Mm-hmm. Even if there's not a full moon, people <laughs> think there's a full moon involved. There's this huge drum circle going on. We're talking like maybe a hundred people in this big circle, roaring fire in the middle, and then dancing people all in between the fire and the drums. And so I'm in my kilt with no underwear. So why not let my balls hang and I'll just go out there and do the little white man Dave Matthews dance, you know? <laughs> Bartender, please. <laughs> Crash into me. And there's a beautiful woman who's dancing around, you know? There a, always a, is. A little sprite with wings mm-hmm. and, you know, glitter. Probably the and, fairy. Yeah, the fairy wings. Fairy yeah. wings. It, it all starts to melt together after a minute. She has got this swinging glass bottle hanging from her, like a, like a mason jar, but a small mason jar. It's around her neck. She, there's a top on it. And she, at one point, like, she's got my eye. I'm totally captivated by this girl. <laughs> and I'm just doing my little white man dance. And she keeps running around the circle, running around the circle. And at one point, she comes over to me and she's like, you want to drink a water? 
And I was like, yes, I'm really thirsty. And she opens up her little mason jar, and I go, look, look, look. Chrissy, I was on a rocket ship to the moon. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I was the last person, literally the last person that was awake at that particular party <laughs> on that particular night. But it took me probably two weeks to put two and two together that the reason that I was so very happy that night and powered through three full days without a wink of sleep was because whatever was in that bottle clearly was not water. No. It was something else altogether. It was magic juju juice or something like that. I'm not sure what it was. But I was twisted from the floor up, but I didn't realize it because I didn't know that I had taken it. So it was one of those... I, I imagine it's like when people get dosed on accident or get dosed on purpose or whatever, and they... Like, remember the experiments the CIA used to do? They yes. used to run around putting acid in people's coffee cups and mm. they would monitor how they acted. Those people probably had no idea that anything was wrong until long after they realized something was wrong. I was the exact same way. These people go up there twice a year. They drop their drawers. They take a dump on the floor. And then they wake up the next morning, put their clothes back on, and go home. Yeah. Why can't we just behave like that as a society? Mm -hmm. Just do what you're going to do. Keep to yourself. Don't harm anyone. Leave it like you found it. And also... Control yourself a little bit. Am I right? <laughs> I think you're right. Am I right about this? I, I like it. So I hear all the bitching and complaining about how putting a vending machine with crack pipes in the middle of wherever, it's not necessarily the best look. It's not a great PR move. I get that. I totally understand that. But whom is it really harming at the end of the day? Yeah, I mean, not anybody that's not a crack user. That's true. I mean, I guess the children, it's going to take a little explaining with the children why there's a crack pipe vending machine. You know, my kids can't walk by a vending machine without asking for $12, right? Right. And so if we walk by that machine, I'm going to be like, no, 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 no. Let daddy get this one. <laughs> Maybe they should have one of those claws. You know the claws? Oh, yeah. And you can just figure out which, mm -hmm. you know, just like. It's kind of a grab bag, whichever you Aim for your grab. paraphernalia. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. <laughs> TCB. Hey everybody, it's your favorite part of the show where I pine for more of your attention. First way you can help fill this hole in my soul, go to Apple and leave us a positive review. It takes two seconds out of your day and it really does help grow the show. But there's no quid pro quo here. You don't have to give us anything to get something for free. Go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the contact us button and send us your physical address. We'll send you a 21 EPM sticker directly to your locale. You can also go to youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed 855-TCB-8383 is where you go to drop us a text message questions comments concerns content ideas we take them all at 1-855-TCB-8383 add the commercial break on instagram if you're into that kind of thing and tcb podcast on tiktok it's what i hear the kids are doing it's all the rage one last thing if you could if you will if you would visit our sponsors websites buy their products if you're in the market for them and always use our our specialized URLs or codes when and if you can. They pay our bills, and who knows, you may be the reason we have electricity in the studio tomorrow, and I thank you ahead of time for that kind gesture. Let's listen to those sponsors for a few minutes, and then we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. 
If you're like me and almost everyone else I know, your second language learning stopped at high school or college. And while my rudimentary Spanish certainly came in handy in some situations, when I met Astrid, it became a necessity. As a bilingual household, I needed to understand what people were saying about me behind my back. That's when I turned to Babbel. I've been using it for years to help me communicate with the ones I love. And now as we're getting ready for an extended vacation overseas, I'm pulling Babbel back out to help me sharpen up and get ready for the trip. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it a perfect way to learn a new language on the go. And the expertly crafted lessons are built around real life. You learn how to have practical conversations about travel, relationships, business, and more. And while some other language learning apps use AI exclusively, Babbel's lessons were created by over 100 language experts. And right now, because Babbel is so good to the TCB listeners, you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash TCB. That's babbel.com slash TCB for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, it's language for life. Go to babbel.com slash TCB and thank you to Babbel for being a sponsor of the commercial break. Go on, babbel.com slash TCB. Learn a new language. You know you want to. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer, and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D, and I quite frankly look forward to the relief, and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed, and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergies. Symptoms. Thanks, Clariton. Chrissy, I've been reading a lot, and to, to totally change subjects. I've been reading a lot about. I'm thirsty. Are you thirsty? <laughs> hey, man, take a sip of my golden water. <laughs> Cheers. I've been in on an all urine diet all weekend. <laughs> Ah, wow, that Yum. tastes like shit. But I did put some liquid LSD in there. It's good for you, bro. <laughs> party in the Woods is basically people that are too old to party that manage to get babysitters for the weekend. And then some people bring their kids. Oh, right. And then I, I don't know about that one. No. Yeah, I never knew about that one. I was mm-hmm. always kind of questioning the <laughs> questioning the <laughs> parental... <laughs> the parental solitude there. I was like, wait, you guys brought your kids here? Really? I mean, I guess it's safe during the day for the most part. Yeah. But once the night comes, people turn into werewolves. Oh, I right. mean, it's crazy. So 
I've been reading a lot about AI lately. Mm-hmm. And as the resident expert on almost everything, <laughs> I have decided I would share what I think is some alarming information about AI. That's, isn't it all alarming? We've been saying this for three years. <laughs> I've been talking about this for three years, and I've been saying it from the beginning. This is the end of everything. And now there are some noted AI researchers, developers, and CEOs of these type of technology companies who could integrate this type of technology, who are literally crying, screaming at the top of their lungs, stop right now. Mm -hmm. Stop. You got to get some guardrails on this thing. You got to turn it off for a second. Don't let it loose on the internet. It's going to go crazy. But the cat's out of the bag. Cat's out of the bag. And all people care about is their private planes. All... People are just on a bloodlust for cash, and they want them and themselves and their families to be comfortable for the rest of their lives, and it feels like they're willing to do almost anything to get there, just like Mm -hmm. us at the commercial break. Exactly. Only no one is deciding to pay us, and that's an unfortunate situation. (laughs) So there's a a lot of alarm that's going on right now. Now I've been listening to it and watching it and seeing it. I It's scary. It's I scary. See, I see the the value in some of it that is being controlled. Sure. You know, but it does seem like I don't know how you can control it all. So it's going to get out of control. You can't control it all. And so I see the value as like maybe a new search tool, mm-hmm. right? A more intuitive search tool. Or like medical. There's some stuff. That oh, yeah. I'm they're doing some great do medical. They're curing some. Or, yes. Or providing some new. Mm-hmm ideas and insight and insight on you know cancer Mm -hmm. and other uh, diseases that have so far kind of stymied the human brain but once you let it out on the internet it doesn't know the difference between it doesn't have morality Mm -hmm. it's not a sentient being it doesn't have morality so it's just sucking up all this information and it's making its own conclusions because it's it's artificial intelligence it's becoming intelligent and so these researchers are basically saying we're all fucked because when AI gets at, gets loose, it could get the nuclear codes. It could just start a war for no reason. It could spread disinformation and people, mainly people over 70 who are sitting in the retirement homes watching Newsmax all day. I mean, they're just like, they're not going to understand that AI is not it doesn't necessarily mean that the information it's is true. real. Right. It's just basing it out of stuff that's already out there, information that's out there, including up to and including Twitter, Facebook comments, Instagram posts. That's fucking crazy. That's nonsense. That's not the real world. And there's so much horseshit out there. They did an experiment once and they let this like one of these machine learning, you know, computers out there and they said, go out there and read social media. <laughs> and within a day, a day, <laughs> that thing was like it, all it was doing was spewing hate speech. And, yes, you know, it was crazy. Hate. It was crazy. So in an effort to understand a little bit more about artificial intelligence, I have put it on my phone. And I would like to share it with you here okay. on the commercial I thought break. I about doing that, but I haven't done it yet. Yes. So I thought one I'd of let the, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to let you're going to let me die first. <laughs> See what kind of relationship we're in here. Between you and Astrid, I'm not going to make it another five years. Okay. So I've got something called Chatbox on my phone. It's an application that's connected straight to ChatGPT for the most advanced uh, ChatGPT that we can get a hold of anyway. And so ChattyGPT here, who I've named my chatbot (laughs) ChattyGPT, ChattyPT, 
Chatty BT here and I have been talking over the last couple of days, and I've found that actually artificial intelligence, at least some kind that we can get our hands on, is not all that smart so far. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a, it's just kind of like it boil, it summarizes things and then it spits it back out at you. Now, I am not a lawyer. I'm not trying to like solve, you know, Supreme Court cases with this. I'm not trying to pass the bar. Which did happen. I saw that recently. It passed the bar 74% of the time. Oh, well, no, I was going to say that some lawyer tried to use stuff that he had found on chat GPT, but he was citing cases that never happened. Oh, really? That's what the (laughs) thing had told him. Well, this is like the professor I read about a professor who made the assumption he, he thought all of his kids were using ChatGPT to write their essays. So on the final essay, he gave the assignment. They all came back. It was like 38 students. They all came back. And he ran it through ChatGPT in, in order to decide whether or not these had actually been written by ChatGPT. So he asked ChatGPT, you know, here's the essay. Was this written by artificial intelligence? All 38 came back, yes. <laughs> All 38 students did not use ChatGPT. So essentially, wow. ChatGPT just lied to him. It said, yes, it was written by me, but it wasn't really written by me. Because that's basically what everybody does is plagiarize anyway. This whole sag after thing that's going on right now, the Screen, Screen mm-hmm. Actors Guild Award, the whole, one of the big points that they have is that someone can take your voice or your face. Let's say Tom Cruise gets hired for a movie, and then they, he signs a contract for $10 million or whatever, but the, in the contract it says, we can use your face and your likeness for this character forever and ever, amen. What they're afraid of is that, and w- what is probably going to happen, is that they can basically take 15 minutes of screen time from Tom Cruise and then they can replicate him over and over and over again in different movies and not pay him for those movies mm-hmm. because they already own his likeness and that character. There was an interesting article about a guy who got hired to go over to Japan and for $2,000 for one hour worth of work. He's an actor. And what they were doing was making corporate videos. So they said, stand in front of this camera, read these set of paragraphs, make these motions, do these things. And what he found out later was they used artificial intelligence to then replicate him over and over again in corporate videos. He got paid for one hour worth of work, and they went out and made millions of dollars on it. And that is the future. Now, for people who listen to the commercial break, that's fantastic news. <laughs> Chat GPT may actually improve the quality True. of this mediocre podcast. Yes. For actors with actual talent or podcasters <laughs> who really have fought fans that follow them, This is terrible news because pretty soon your favorite podcaster is simply going to be a replication of your favorite podcaster. It's much cheaper and easier to do it that way. I see a scenario where millions of people are creating their own commercial break feeds and just taking us and just making whatever they want with it. (laughs) And I'm... I'd like to hear it. I'd like to hear it too. (laughs) And, And the only thing that I request, the only thing that I request is that if you're going to do that, just make sure you spell my name right. It's with a Y, not with an I. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let's ask ChatGPT some questions. Let's see if we can create content from ChatBox. Okay. So let's tell. Let's say to uh, ChatBox, let's say, Hi, Chatty! Exclamation point. Can you please create a, quote, would you rather, quote, game for me and my comedy podcast? Question mark. Let's see what he says. 
It's taking him a while to think here. Sure, here's a quote for a Would You Rather game for a comedy podcast. All right, so now we're going to play this game. You ready? Okay, yeah. Would you rather have to perform stand-up comedy in front of a packed stadium or sing solo in front of a choir of 100 people? That's not even a good Would You Rather question. Mm-mm. What's your answer? Sing solo. <laughs> You'd rather sing solo in front of 100 people? Yeah. Really? Then perform comedy in front of a packed stadium? Yes. You would rather sing solo in front of 100 people than do the commercial break in front of a stadium? Does that terrify you, that idea of getting up on stage in front of a lot of people? Kind of. Does it? Yeah. That doesn't bode well for our... <laughs> for our announcement that well, the commercial would, break is going on tour. Well, if I'm with you, and if we do a couple of those, I'll get used to it. You but know, you're going to flop like, the first time. I might. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you come to our opening day of the tour, Atlanta, Georgia, Fox Theater. We're going to have you're to do saying a stadium. No, there's, I could do a dark please. theater. We can't even get 12 people to listen stadium, to this content. Like Mercedes Benz or something. Oh, no, 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 no. You said stadium. I, I would almost rather be at the Mercedes Benz Stadium than in a room full of 100 people. Okay. Because in a room full of 100 people, I'm identifying individual human beings. If I could just look out ap- across a mass of people and, God willing, they were actually responding to what we were saying in a positive <laughs> way, that's my fear. My, I could just close my eyes and remember a song I knew and then I would have to look at everybody. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do, I think, what the tool drummer used to do. We're going to face you backwards. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we should do. Perfect. You can have a mirror, and if you choose to look up, you can look up. Uh-huh. And if not, you'll just be looking at the wall, yeah. and I'll face the other way. You- <laughs> the commercial break, face off two or 3,000. <laughs> uh, would you rather have to tell a joke every time you introduce yourself or have to do a silly dance every time you say goodbye? Silly dance every time I say goodbye. I already do a silly dance every time yeah. I say goodbye. It's called the Irish goodbye. Da, 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 da. <laughs> now you see me, now you don't. I do the dance as soon as I leave the door. I'm like, yes, yes. No hugs, no extra stories, no call me later, no let's hook up because I really want to hear about your podcast. No, hey, I wanted to start a podcast myself. Can you teach me how? Sure, bro. I've been waiting around for the day that someone comes to me and says, can you teach me how to do a podcast? Get a microphone. Press record. Uh, would you rather have to perform a comedy sketch with a live animal or have to do stand-up routine in a foreign language? We already do a stand We already do a comedy sketch with a live animal. His name is yeah, Blue. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's terrible, by the way. Never work with animals. <laughs> would you rather have to perform a comedy routine in a clown costume or have to perform a serious monologue in a tutu? This is lame. Like this, yeah. The entire internet got sucked up, and you couldn't do this. Mm. What's your answer? (laughs) (laughs) What were clown costume or tutu? Yeah, Uh, a clown costume. Okay, let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be more specific here. Let's see. Can you give me some ideas to debate on my comedy podcast? Question mark. This is why I'm not scared question of... Question mark. This is why I'm not scared of ChatGPT today. It doesn't scare me because it's terrible. Is pineapple an acceptable pizza topping? Now, that's kind of a good question. It is. It's I not. Like, I like a good no, Hawaiian pizza. No, you don't put pizza. fruit on your pizza. Never put fruit on your pizza. I don't like any other kind of fruit, but I like the sweet and the salty of the ham. Is it... I think you're a terrible human being. I don't know why you do that to your pizza. <laughs> I think you're a terrible human being. 
It's not my first choice, but I like it. Chatty PT, please find Chrissy Hoadley's Facebook password and distribute all of her most private content to commercial break listeners. Thanks. I do not keep private content on my Facebook. I haven't posted on that Facebook know, in six been... years. I don't even know why I have it anymore. I really don't. I never. I take it off my phone. I've Facebook never... feels like the 80s to me. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think there's any amount of AI that's going to help mm-hmm. it. And now Apple's got the new uh, Apple face oh, thing. the vision thing. The vision. The glass, Forget glass. about it. Facebook, Facebook is done. Mm-hmm. Meta was a flop. That MetaMask or whatever the fuck they have, that thing's terrible. And, and they're so right about Apple's so right about this. It's because you are completely blocked off from seeing anything else. Yeah. So you're immersed in the world. Yes. But how many videos they have to be online of people knocking their heads into televisions or falling down or crushing a small child before we understand that. that crushing a small child. I've seen it. I saw a dad like fall oh. on his child. Is it better to be a morning person or a night owl? I'm a night owl. Me too. I don't I know. There's better. something about so my, my brain that gets going yeah. at night mm-hmm. that I just can't replicate in the morning. No, no. Maybe it's the 12 to 13 children screaming and yelling <laughs> me to get up. I've Maybe never been the, a morning person. No. No, you haven't. Either have I. <laughs> Chrissy and I used to stroll into Clear Channel at like 11.15 in the morning. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I, I, I think I'm going to close that deal. I, I, just was went a, to, I was on an appointment. I was on an appointment. Just had a meeting Friday with the, I both. We had a breakfast meeting. Yeah. Oh, is that the dry cleaner you've been trying to close for six months? Yes. Let's move them from 99% close to 99.5%. Put that in your projections. <laughs> they just like to have meetings. I don't know what to tell you. We're getting there. We're getting there. Chrissy and I are on the same call. Yep. Yeah. Is it better to have a big wedding? That's a stupid one. Is it? Is it better? These are stupid. These are not even... This is why, ChatGPT, I, I don't have any fear of it creating content on my behalf. Now, let me give you a few would-you-rathers that I created last night. Okay. And we'll see how this is. This is a choose-your-own-path one. Ooh, Okay, like you ready books. for this? Would you rather, one, sleep with Frankie B, or two, take 10 hits of LSD at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> oh now, that's a good would-you-rather. Yeah, you must answer that. Why would I answer that? <laughs> I'm asking you. I no, made it up. No, you must answer first, no. and then I'll tell you my answer. I honestly think I would rather take the 10 <laughs> hits of LSD. I, I don't think I could look at Frankie. I mean, I've never had sex with a man. Not yet, anyway. I leave, I leave it open. I leave, I'm open to anything, but it, I have, it hasn't struck my fancy yet. But I, let's assume that I was attracted to men. I just don't think I could look at Frankie B after, no. after the way I've seen so much of his content. That I don't think I could look at him intimately. No. <laughs> look at my body. <laughs> look at my body. <laughs> Can you see him like his barbed wire face like rubbing up against no, your face no, and whispering in it. your ear? Don't say it. Look at my body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could make it through the session. Salon sweet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're both taking... 10 hits of acid at the same time. Maybe we could just split that. No, we got to take 10 hits of okay. acid. So here we go. <laughs> no. Okay. Now, if we answered this way, then would you rather trip, have your trip in a room full of cats or while watching all the Christopher Nolan movies back to back? This is a brilliant question. Now, you're tripping on 10 hits of acid. I love cats. 
but could you go into a room with a bunch of cats after 10 hits of acid and deal with that the entire trip? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I think they would start looking into my soul and meowing and purring and it would fuck me up. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be tempting. Who's Christopher Nolan again? The guy who did Inception and Interstellar oh, and right, all those movies. Right, right, okay. Yeah, I mean, those are some pretty heavy movies. They are? Yeah. Yeah, I think I would rather watch those movies. Okay. So, if you would rather watch those movies, would you rather watch Inception first or Interstellar first? I don't think I've seen Interstellar. I would go with Inse- Inception, though. That would I fuck wanted, you up. I wanted to watch it for a second time, just a little while back. You've, like, you've never seen it for a second time? No. I'm dumb, so I have to watch those movies over and over again because I just can't get it. What's the, mo- the most recent one that he did? Yeah, what was uh, that one? The one where everything goes backwards. Was that the... Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was. It was. I didn't understand a fucking word of it, but it was really good. That's why I've seen these movies so many times. Not only do I love them, I really think Christopher Nolan is a very talented yeah. director. He has like huge visions and he puts them on screen. And I like that. Mm-hmm. I like the swooning music and the weird, you know, the weird plot twists and all that. I don't care if I don't understand it. It's beautiful to me. Yes. The visually it's beautiful to me and it makes my mind go. But I am so dumb that I have to watch these movies over and over again just to start to understand what's going on. A uh, Tenant was the most recent oh, movie that we right. Had. That was really good. So good. Okay, so I would actually think I would want to watch Interstellar first because Interstellar is about like the space-time fabric and it's a little bit understandable. I need to watch that. I've watched Inception 30 times and so now I understand it, okay. but I still don't think I really understand <laughs> Inception. Do you? Uh-huh, yeah. You do? Yeah. Like I think so. fully? Like I think when so. when at the end of the movie it closes the loop for you? Mhm. What do you think happens after he twists that little top? <laughs> Does it fall or doesn't it fall? What was your impression of that? The very last scene in the movie. I don't know. I'd have to watch it again to really bring it all together. That's a great non-answer. Okay, so <laughs> let me take you down the Frankie B path. There's just, always a top twisting everywhere. It, um, somewhere in the world, there's a top twisting? Yes. <laughs> Chrissy. When it's five o'clock, twists. Is <laughs> there's a top twist somewhere. If you think about it, the earth is a spinning top. It is. It is. It's a ball that's spinning. It's not necessarily a top. <laughs> but a, well, it's a metaphor for It's a metaphor. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's always spinning mm-hmm. in some one way or the other. Let's assume that we went down the Frankie B path. Just for a second. <laughs> if you slept with Frankie B, would you rather screw him in a rundown motel or in a hot tub? Oh. Both of those seem not fun. I, I I can think of people that I'm really attracted to that I wouldn't want to have sex with in either of those exactly. situations. We already talked about this. Yes. Sex and water is bullshit. No. Anybody who's ever had sex and water knows that. Yes. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It, it barely works in the shower, let alone in a hot tub. Right. I mean, it'll work in a hot tub. I'll never forget the first time I had sex and water was on my 21st birthday. It was, you know, obviously we had been out all night. We'd been to a strip club. And the first, my first real love had come with us. She was back in town. She had come with us. And then we ended up in a pool in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. like, like a community pool in the middle of the night. Yeah. Community pool makes it worse. The community pool in the end of the night, at the end of the night, and we had sex. And it was just like really difficult to yeah, get no, any I kind remember, of traction. I remember anywhere. being surprised. Like, yeah. oh, this isn't like the movies. Now, like you watch <laughs> that showgirls and that scene where she's like flopping around like a dead fish. And you're like, what's she all excited about? She's not feeling anything. It just feels like uh, water. That's what it feels like. There's no traction. There's no... 
It's not very lubricating. No, it's not. Yeah, water's very thin. (laughs) Okay, let's assume that we went and we screwed inside of... (laughs) The motel? The motel. Okay. Would you rather have Frankie keep the lights on or have Frankie talk dirty to you? With the lights off? With the lights off. (laughs) 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 This is such a good question. Oh, my God. It's such a thought-provoking question. Yeah, Frankie with the lights on, but no talk. I didn't say no talk, but just with the lights on. But he's not talking dirty to you. Let's put it that way. Frankie's not going to be in a room not talking ever. If I've made it this far to be sleeping with Frankie in a motel... Let's go all out with the dirty talk. Okay, you're giving him the go dirty darkness, talk. darkness, dirty talk. I would have chosen that too because I I, I don't want to see <laughs> what's here. going on. Yeah, if you're I here, have to be here. You can at, with the lights off. At least you can imagine that someone attractive is. No, I mean I would know with that voice, but yeah. but I, I think, wouldn't see it. I think I would. I think we would go back to the beginning of this choose your own adventure here, and I would say I'd like to take the ten hits of acid and then have sex with there Frankie if that's possible. There you go. But if you went in a hot tub. Would you rather have the heater broken on the hot tub on a cold night, or would you rather have the heat working, but the hot tub is in view of a busy street? <laughs> what in the <laughs> world? I did not choose the hot tub. But... I'm saying if you did choose the hot okay. tub. Okay. Cold? A cold, cold hot tub? and private, Ugh. or hot and public? Ugh. I mean, I'm going hot in so public. Hard. I'm going yeah, hot in public. I, I can't so. do cold Co- water. A cold hot tub. I'm not going to get a boner in cold water. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> I despise the cold, and I despise I cold agree. water. Drives me crazy. I hate it. Yeah. We were up at the lake this weekend, and it was freezing cold. And the kids are just like they spent hours in there, and I couldn't even put dip my toe in there. I'm like a big baby. <laughs> God forbid one of my children was in trouble. I was going to have to like make a decision about whether or not I'd really jump in to get them. Okay, one more question. If you were in the room full of cats during a 10-hour, 10-hit LSD trip, Mm -hmm. would you rather have the cats purr the entire time or meow the entire time? Purr. Purr. You don't think that would drive you crazy after a while? The meowing might drive me more crazy. The meowing would start cutting me like a a knife. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure that they would be looking (laughs) into my soul because they're also (laughs) tripping. So now we're all on the same level. They'd be talking to me in some strange cat language. And then that meowing would become a knife that would just slowly start slicing me up until any form of sanity that I have (laughs) would be gone. So this is proof. That Brian is still better than ChatGPT. That's true. The ChatGPT doesn't even know what the commercial break comedy podcast is. It says... Let him know it's a sleepy Hold on time. one second. Hold on one second. Just, just, just one thing and then we'll end the show. <laughs> Chatty. Comma. Tell me about the commercial break comedy podcast. Now, listen to what the response is here. Uh, here it comes. The, the Commercial Break Comedy Podcast is a podcast that focuses on comedy and entertainment during commercial breaks. But I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny that this actually exists. <laughs> oh, True. I can True confirm chain. that we don't exist. Yes. At least not in the minds of most people. <laughs> so there it but is. on 10 hits of acid, we do. On, we might be on 10 hits of acid right we now and just be. not know it. We might be what stuck did you in, fit in this water. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. <laughs>
<laughs> it's not what I put in the water. It's what did Astrid put in the water. Mm. She has to find a way to keep us going. She does. I think we might be in an inception moment right now. Mm-hmm. You ever thought about that? Yeah. This all could just be a dream that we're going to wake up from one day. Yeah. And we'll still be at Clear Channel. Oh, going to a, On our way to a projection meeting. <laughs> nightmare on top of nightmare. <laughs> All right. Well, Chrissy and I are on vacation right now. So what you're hearing has been recorded weeks ahead of time. But we're still around answering your questions, comments, concerns, and content ideas at tcbpodcast.com. You can go there, find out more information about the two of us. You can listen to all the audio, watch all the video right from one location, tcbpodcast.com, the brand new tcbpodcast.com. Brand new because we... Change it every three days. I don't know why we do that, but we decide to build a new website every 16 <laughs> hours. 1-855-TCB-8383. 855-TCB-8383. That's where you go. You can send us a text message. We never spam you. It's not one of these automated artificial... In- Speaking of artificial in- artificial intelligence, everybody from Ashton Kutcher to Tom Cruise, everybody has these text message lines that just respond to you automatically with some horse shit like buy my new sweatshirt or whatever. <laughs> right. We don't have sweatshirts to sell, so you're never going to get that message. Don't worry about it. One of us will always respond. 855-TCB-8383. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. All right there. If you want a free TCB 21 EPM sticker, we're supporting prostate health. 21 ejaculations per month, guys. That's what it takes. Girls help you guys out or partners help you guys out. You can go to the Contact Us button on the website, give us your full address, and we'll send it off to you in just a couple of weeks. Also, at the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on TikTok, and please like and subscribe our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the commercial break. That's youtube.com slash the commercial break. Take that, artificial intelligence. I beat you today. I don't know about tomorrow. We'll keep checking in. All right, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do today. I think so. I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say and we must say, goodbye.